Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We've been talking a lot about the Eagles, and one of the questions that's been going on this week, how good do you feel about this team, and is it just that the Giants are bad? Well, one, the Giants are bad, but... You look at this season, the Atlanta game, because you look at them now, Atlanta's not good, right? Atlanta sucks, in fact. Um, I'm going to pull up the record right now, but I think they only have one win on the season. So the Falcons, yeah, they're one in four. So you might be saying, well, how good was Atlanta? They're one in four. No, Atlanta was good. The problem was injuries. They lost their best two defensive players in that game against the Eagles. So once that game was over, they had no shot. But trust me, the Atlanta win was a good one, especially considering you had Nick Foles and and just a total disaster with injuries. So that was a good win. That was a solid win. The Colts game, eh, not great, but you got it. The Giants win was a good win. And it doesn't matter that the Giants were bad because it's the same thing as last season. Does Beating the Bears 500,000 to three, is that something that makes you feel good? Yes. Yes. I'll put up a billion points on the Denver Broncos. Why not? You feel good about that because bad teams don't put up 500,000 points on the Bears. They're not able to do it. The Eagles were able to do that. They had the Eagles had 25 minutes of garbage time. Last night, they scored to go up 31 to 6 with about 9.50 left in the third quarter. The game was over right there. 25 minutes of garbage time is not something that bad teams do. Doesn't happen. They don't run up scores like that, that early, that definitively, and lock the game up. The Eagles did that. It was over. Didn't matter. 229 yards from Saquon. Who cares? You lost. You got killed. Massacred. It was embarrassing. They're talking about how Eli's career is over. That's the story in New York today. The Eagles did that. Why? Because they got a bad team and they absolutely demolished them. So feel good. Don't let the Giants being bad. Don't let their misery bring you down. Don't let them go and take away from what the Eagles did. Because what they did in that game with the way that they've been struggling was impressive. That makes you feel good. I feel great about it. You know, the culture in this locker room, being able to weather all of this insecurity and and, and instability with injuries, and Doug hasn't been great up to this point. Like, that was his best game of the year. They stuck by him for the most part. I mean, one or two players excluded. And they were able to just show up and do their job and dominate on Thursday. And that's great. So I feel good about the Eagles. And, I feel good about the running game. We're talking a lot about Le'Veon Bell. That's that was one of the that's one of the things that bothers me as well about all of this is the Eagles go and win the game. It's a big win because if they think of the opposite, what happens if the Eagles lost yesterday? Tonight would be horrible. Tonight would be, I wouldn't I wouldn't even want to do the show that I would have had to have done tonight. Maybe I'd call out sick. 
to show up and just yell and scream, the Eagles suck, the season's over, I can't believe they lost to the Giants, you're going to get one or two people that say, I don't want to say this too loud, but we should fire Doug Peterson, and then they hang up. Like, I don't want those calls. Nobody wants to have those conversations. We don't have that. We're not dealing with any of that. Because the team is is figuring it out. They're slowly getting their legs under them, and they've had to go through a lot early in the season. I don't think we we give them enough respect for what they've had to go, go through this early, but they did figure it out. They got to win against the Giants, and now you're looking forward to Carolina. But th- as soon as they get that big win, immediately run to Le'Veon Bell. I mean, we're not even over the game, and there's conversation about Le'Veon Bell because the, the second half was that much of a sleeper. Le'Veon Bell doesn't solve this team's problem. Think in your head. Just We're going to take a second here. All right, class, everybody close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Of course, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. My God, I do not need that kind of legal pressure. But otherwise, hey, take a deep breath. All right, think about this team. Think about the wide receivers, the offensive line, the running backs, the quarterback. Let's go to the secondary, linebackers, defensive line, special teams, coaching. What's their biggest need? If you had to think of one thing that this team needs, that they really need to improve, what is it? Because it's not running back. It's not running back. Running back is not the problem. All right? Get a better receiver in here. Get a corner in here. Get a safety in here. Uh, running back? What? You know, no. It's it, That's not the problem. Like, it's crazy to me that just because he's a big name that we're deciding that he's the guy. I don't know if this is the Jay Ajayi factor, like, oh, how we traded for a running back last year, he's going to do it again. And you know what? Maybe he does. But you don't need a marquee, big-name guy. Like, Jay Ajayi is about as good of a player that you can get on the trade market. And for that price of a fourth-round pick, hey, perfect. I did a show. I think I was on that night when they made the trade or the next night. And like I was on that night because I butchered his name. I had no idea how to pronounce Jay Ajayi before. And Mike DeFury is now producing the show in for Jack Fritz. And thanks to Jack. He was there that night too. As I just I, All night I just butchered the name. I couldn't do it. But that trade was great because you got a good player at a good price. And he, you know, he just fit right in. Le'Veon Bell coming to this team would go from being a workhorse back to a rotational player. That's what he wants. That's how the team does things. That's what he's going to do. So if he's not going to be in there every single play, what is it doing for you? You know, the impact of what you think you're getting is not what you're going to get. And so it'd be like, all right, you pay for an all-you-can-drink at the bar, and then it turns out it's all Bankers Club vodka, and you drink whiskey. Congratulations. You got what you paid for. It's an open bar, but it's not quite worth the price. That's my problem with Le'Veon Bell. Look at running backs. Running backs don't matter anymore. Here's one question you have to ask yourself when it comes to Le'Veon Bell. Okay, Le'Veon Bell is a great player. He's going to do all these great things for the offense. Let's let's say all those things are true, which they're really not. Um, why aren't the Steelers paying him? Why don't they want him? He's there. They've had him for all these years. They're trying to go and squeeze the last couple of years out of Ben Roethlisberger. Why don't they want to pay Le'Veon Bell? Why not? Well, what's the reason? What's the holdup? It's running back doesn't matter. Uh, James Conner's gone in there for the Steelers, and he's been fine. You know, he's he's not as good as Le'Veon Bell, 
But it doesn't matter. The Steelers are not in dire straits. They're going to be one of the better teams in the AFC. James Conner right now, he's averaging four yards a carry. He's got 22 catches in five games. Like, he's doing enough. Not on him. Running game isn't their issue. If it was, maybe they'd go and and talk about bringing Le'Veon Bell back. They're not bothering. They're not bothering to get this guy back on the field. They're trying to trade him. They're not offering him a contract. Like, that's all they have to do. That's the magic button you have to hit. Just pay the guy. That's it. Pay him. That's it. They don't want to. And that's exactly why running backs just not valuable. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.